Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo PowerCast, Nintendo News Minute. I am your host, N64, Josh, and we are going to jump right into this thing. And guess what's back in the news, you guys? Mario Brothers Movie sets new box office records it's now made 500 million in north america we're looking at a nintendo life article and it says after crossing the 1 billion mark internationally at the box office after 26 days the super mario brothers movie has now set some new records at the domestic box office in north america soaring past the 500 million mark according to an update from the hollywood reporter illumination and nintendo uh Illumination Nintendo's movie is now the fourth movie to cross the half billion mark domestically in the pandemic era. The Avatar sequel, uh, 683.9 million. Top Gun sequel, 718.7 million. And Spider-Man No Way Home, 814.1 million are still out in front. This is also a major milestone for Illumination and Universal in this region, uh, becoming the first ever film from the pair to surpass uh, 500 million. Um, note adjusted for inflation. That's a little, little side note there. Um, it's And it set a record for the second highest grossing animated film of all time in this location. And apparently the third biggest universal release of all time after E.T. and Jurassic World. It follows the news earlier this week that the Mario movie has had a hugely successful launch in Japan and has also experienced a lot of love in locations like Mexico, breaking even more records. So, again, nothing but good news on the Super Mario movie front. Love seeing just all, all the records. I have one friend on my Facebook who has literally seen the movie 23 times. I, I liked his post today that he has gone 23 times to see the Super Mario Brothers movie. So, you know, there are there are some people that are just absolutely loving it. I don't know if any of you got a chance to see they in certain locations, they aired the, the Japanese version, which wasn't dubbed in 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 a few locations in the united states i wasn't able to go and check it out but i think that would have been pretty fun i'm also curious if or what they might have changed i might try to look into it to see if there's you know what what was mario playing did he play the, the famicom did it look more like the famicom i need to look into this i want to i want to find out these are these are questions that are popping into my mind right as i'm recording here but i'm just curious if they you know if those nods were changed those, those little subtle nods were changed for the for the Japanese release 
just because they had the Famicom there, not the NES. And Mario is seen playing the NES in the movie. So I'm curious about that kind of stuff. But the movie is absolutely crushing over 5 million in the US alone. And is it not kind of crazy to talk about like the Super Mario Brothers with movies like Avatar, Top Gun, and Spider Man? It's it's crazy to me that those are in the same in the same league. But here we are, and even the third biggest release next to ET and Jurassic World. It really just goes to show the power of uh, of uh, of the Mario brand and and what Nintendo is capable of. And uh, I'm here for it, and cannot wait to see what else we get. So many questions run through my mind: The Legend of Zelda, Metroid. I mean, after the success of Animal Crossing, I I would love to see something take place even in that world. What would that look like? Who would 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 Nook be the be the uh, be the villain? <laughs> it's hard to say, but let me know in the comments what you would like to see as Nintendo moves forward with this with this massive success of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Next up, we have a a Ubisoft sale in the eShop, and this is from Nintendo Everything, and it says Ubisoft uh, May 2023 Switch eShop sale includes the lowest price ever for Rayman, uh, Rayman Legends, and uh, or Rayman Legends, and South Park, the fractured, I'm not going to read anymore. You guys know the you guys know the name, but there is a there is a lot of games on sale, and you can save up to 80% on a, on a handful of the titles. So jumping into this here, Assassin's Creed, the Enzo collection, um, is $19.99, was $39.99. Uh, Assassin's Creed, the Rebel collection, $14.79, was $39.99. Uh, Assassin's Creed Anniversary Edition Mega Bundle is, is $39.99, down from $99.99. And Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered is $9.99. Uh, Child of Light, $4.99. Child of Light and Valiant Hearts, $7.49. Family Feud, $7.49. Hungry Shark World 199, Immortal Phoenix Rising 1199 down from 5999. Jeopardy, everybody's favorite 799. Hungry Shark, oh, let's see, I'm sorry. Just Dance uh 2023 is uh, 2399 down from 5999. I'm not going to go through every one of these. I'm just going to grab a few more of the notable ones. Uh Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope 2999 down from from 60 Mario plus rabbit sparks of hope gold edition is 6029 down from 8999 uh, monopoly uh, is 799 uh, moving right along here rabbits party of legends is 1199 down from 3999 uh, Raymond legends definitive edition is 799 down from 3999 uh, let's see risk if you're into it 599 Scott Pilgrim versus the world 490 was 14.99. So if you've if you've missed that one, this is a game that is talked about often and that is that is very loved. And it it's in the same in this it's from my understanding it's a similar game to like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, the Simpsons arcade game. And so if you, if you're looking for a find a classic beat em up that's like I, I want to I kind of said this is almost like a cult classic honestly. Five bucks, you can get yourself uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, South Park, uh, it, uh, the Fractured is eleven ninety nine, and South Park Stick of Truth eight ninety nine. Uh, Starlink, which is fantastic, guys. If you haven't played Starlink, I do suggest picking it up. It is eight ninety nine down from sixty nine or fifty nine ninety nine. Um, Trials Rising, which is 
which is okay on Switch. is a little tough without the analog triggers. Is five ninety nine. Um, Trivial Pursuit six ninety nine. The sequel to Trivial Pursuit nine ninety nine. Uno can't go wrong with Uno, right? Three ninety nine. Um, Valiant Hearts: The Great War is four ninety nine, and Wheel of Fortune is six ninety nine. So a lot of sales there from Ubisoft. If uh, you know, if, if you're just looking for uh, looking for something to to take up your time for the next week while you wait for the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, there might be something from that massive list of sales that uh, won't, you won't take too big a hit on the wallet. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lastly here, we're moving over to an article from IGN and the headline reads ultra rare GameCube prototype with LED lighting and unique controller discovered by collector. And uh, it says a collector purchased a prototype model that originally appeared appeared at Nintendo Space World 2000. And as we get through this article, you're going to see Nintendo Space World 2000 was special. It was a it was a special time for uh, uh, for Nintendo. So um, as spotted by Kotaku, uh, Donnie Fillerup of Console Variations created a blog post confirming they had purchased the prototype explaining and illustrating the difference between the prototype model and the final design of Nintendo's iconic purple lunchbox. Um, There is a photo, if you guys aren't watching the video, there is a photo of the GameCube. A few things worth noting. The the power button is is kind of rounded um, instead of being concaved, right? Got a little of a dome shape to it. The controller is interesting. Now, it's kind of yellowed, obviously, just from time. I'm assuming the stick is still gray. But the overall GameCube controller shape is a little bit different. It's not quite the uh, it, it's it, the shape is 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 just it's just varied a little bit. It's indigo on top and gray on the bottom, or it possibly clear transparent is what it looks like based on the photo. Notable the the main thing worth noting is the start button is not in the center of the controller. It's where the D pad should be, and there is no D pad on this controller. So the uh, the A button is also blue, not not uh, green, and the the X button. I'm looking at a GameCube controller right now. I'm grabbing mine real quick. Um, yeah. So the the kind of the kidney shaped buttons of the of X and Y, the B button B button. I'm assuming is what that is is green and is also the same kidney shape. Whereas the final was just a small a small B button and. Uh, so this is this is quite interesting. The the cover too that 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 lifts up also has a a transparent window where you can see which disc is in, or at least a a like you can see a a little section of the disc 
while it is while it's in this GameCube. So here we go. Just going, going on through the, the article here. It says, Fairlope details all the differences they spotted inside and out of the console. Some of the more notable changes include the prototype GameCube's transparent window lid um, that had LED lights inside, which you can see in a better display in the video. If you guys want to check out the IGN article, you can, uh, um, you can watch the video there, uh, which was uh, so in the, the video, you can kind of see there's a screenshot of it here. You can kind of see the LEDs lighting up on the disc itself. Um, even more interesting is the design of the prototype GameCube controller seen above, which is radically different from the controller, including um, included with the console outside of the M shaped design. The prototype controller features a menu button in the location of the D pad, which I thought was the start button based on the photo. Um, and in the, uh, let's see. And the B button on the top, right is uh, bean shaped like, uh, like the X and Y buttons. Um, now this is what's interesting about, especially about two game world, uh, Nintendo Space World 2000. Okay, so from the article here, it says Nintendo Space World was an annual trade show the company held from 1989 until 2001. Though 2000 Space World show was arguably the most memorable one. And this is so very true. Okay, it says outside of the reveal of this prototype GameCube, which was, I mean, it was hype. You guys, it was, there was so much hype. Remember, this is early, the infancy of the internet. So we weren't seeing like a lot of this was still coming via uh, via like magazines, maybe some 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 articles and stuff online as websites were kind of um, getting more and more off the ground. It's it's hard for me to remember exactly, but I, I want to say I do remember watching video of this. But again, it's the, it was the it was the real it was the infancy of the Internet. But here's the notable things that came out of this. So it says outside of the reveal of the prototype GameCube, the 2000 space world showcase had a ton of quirky tech demos sh uh, shown off such as the unreleased Zelda game, which we, we talked about in the countdown, right? With the, uh, with twilight princess, because that really was the game. Everybody thought we were going to see next. And then we ended up seeing wind waker and uh, it is worth, if you've never seen that tech demo, go and check that out. The other is Meowth's Party, which doesn't really, I, I didn't really resonate with me because of being Pokemon. I don't really remember it. But the other thing is Super Mario 128. And that was kind of a big deal because you went from Mario 64 to Super Mario 128. And the tech demo showed, I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, 128 Marios all on screen at once, running around, jumping. And it was just a very bizarre thing for them to show up but they were really showcasing the power of the system back at that time which again going from the 64 to the gamecube those were the days when consoles seemed like such a massive jump and so it was really cool being able to see everything happening on the screen at once you know it really felt like the future if you will because of, of how powerful this the, the GameCube was. So the article goes on to say the GameCube was ultimately released in 2001, enjoying modest sales over the next five years before eventually giving way to the Wii. Today, it enjoys a cult following from Nintendo fans with Metroid Prime just recently getting a high-rated uh, remaster. Um, and then they, they go on to talk about the, their top five GameCube games of all time. And it really was a special time in gaming for me. I like when I think back on the GameCube, I think about it so, so fondly um, getting it for Christmas at a time that I didn't think it would be, it would be possible. And um, having family members get me different like controllers and memory cards and games so that 
I ended up having an incredible Christmas in, in 2001 when the GameCube released and just had such a great time playing, playing the games that were, that were available with the launch of that system, most notably being Star Wars Rogue Leader, like such an incredible game. And it's, it's kind of weird, but I've had the itch to go back and play that recently. And so I might do just that. It is, uh, it, it's just a fun, I just, I look back on the GameCube with such fond memories. One thing worth noting in the photo, if you're not able to see the video, if you're not watching the video, if you're just listening to the audio, uh, the, the GameCube that they're showcasing um, that shows the, L, the, the LED light and everything, there's, um, there's women holding the GameCube and they've got a silver, an indigo, another silver, and then a red one. They don't even have the black GameCube. Well, actually, there is. There may be a black one on the side. It's there. There may be a black one there as well. And it's a little bit. It's she's kind of cut off, so you can't really see. But it does look like there is a black GameCube there as well. But we didn't see the silver until much later in the GameCube's life cycle. And the red, I don't think ever actually existed. We did see the spice, which was the orange. But I don't think that was in the states. I think that was uh, that was in uh, Jap Japan and and maybe Europe. Uh, but I don't I don't know the exact location just off the top of my head. But I don't think a red one ever hit the store shelves that I am aware of. I may be wrong. You can let me know in the comments below. But this has been your Nintendo News Minute. Of course, if you've got any Nintendo news that you would like me to cover, use the hashtag NPC News. I will make sure to check that daily before before going live to see if there are any notable stories worth mentioning. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, I just, I'm so grateful and I appreciate you all so very much. And I hope you have a fantastic Saturday. Bye now.